Okay, I missed her seeing recording. That's fine. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Take a Killer to Brunch. I am one of your co-hosts, Darcy. And I am the other co-host, Shannon. And we are very happy to have you here. Um, if you're new here, welcome. We are a true crime and all things spooky podcast, and welcome. Let us know where you're from down in the comments. We'd love to shout you out. And if you are a returning listener or a long-time listener, also let us know. That's how long you've been listening. We would love to know as our one-year anniversary kind of comes up. Um, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do for it. Haven't figured it out yet, but we'll get there. Um, with all that said, we have a fun episode today. Um, we are totally like matchy-matchy. You can't see, but we look fabulous. We have the same dress. We ordered the same dress. Um, we got very spooky vibe, Morticia Adams inspired because it is spooky season as of July 5th. And we kind of have decorated a little bit for, for the spooky season. So we're super happy to have the guys here. Um, new people, we don't look this fabulous all the time. At least I don't. <laughs> uh, it's half the time if that I actually do my, my makeup. Um, the next thing is we have our fun little glasses here. They're super cute and iridescent. So cheers. Um, and totally by accident, to go with our awesome theme, I have a great episode. You're excited? I'm excited. Oh, because everyone's going to love it. So we're going to be covering the case of Elizabeth Bathany, or also known as the Blood Countess. Ooh. I know. She's awesome. So this is going to be a fun one. She's a little bit lore, but she was real. So she's kind of got that vibe of both worlds. Kind of like Dracula, if you think about it. How the person, I can't remember his name, but the guy who inspired Dracula was a real person. Yeah. But he wasn't like a vampire. Yeah. Okay. So she's a little bit like that. She's a little bit lore, a little bit not, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, we are in Leo season. So happy Leo season, everybody. She is a Leo and she had um, five children. Two of them died in infancy and three actually survived. She had two daughters and a son that survived. Um, she is known to have murdered between 50 to 650 women. That's a broad range. That's a very broad range. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's a little bit lower. She's a little bit not. Like, you make your own decision, right? Um, Her method of killing was torture. So, <laughs> it gets See, better. She's already an interesting woman. Yeah, she is. I remember when I did research for this, Um, I watched a video on Amazon. It's probably down in the, in the sources, which will be in the show notes. Uh, and the video, it, like the movie based about her was like super dope. So <laughs> I'll, I'll look in the show notes um, at the end in my sources and I'll tell you guys what it is if you want to go watch it. I can't remember if it was free or if I rented it, but it was on Amazon when I got it. So her childhood. So Elizabeth, let's wait down. She was born on um, August 7th, 1560. So we're going back. Okay. Mm. Um, she was from an incestuous relationship with um, Baron George Bathany and Baroness Anne Bathany in, um, oh, I'm gonna say this wrong, Nirbator, in like the Nirbator, which is the kingdom of Hungary at the time. Okay. Yeah, so I believe they were brother and sister. Okay. Yeah, which that actually isn't really uncommon when you think about monarchies over the course of the world. Yeah, but I feel like that's already like, that, yeah. I feel like that's a contributing factor, maybe. Yeah. We're off to a solid start. You know, <laughs> mentally coming from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, she wasn't to be very beautiful, by the way. So I don't know if that came from that either, but she I'm not was very beautiful or wasn't. She was known to be very beautiful. Well, because usually that's weird because usually like incestuous, they're not the, the prettiest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you ever like her, like, like you were saying, like back then, like the, the Royals and stuff like that, like a lot of them had like some really weird, like deformities, like really large noses or like their eyes were set weird foreheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that most of like the Royals were like incestuous relationships. Yeah. They're in their cousin and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So solid start. Um, to keep in mind, oh, that's him. Yeah. This wasn't out of the ordinary, blah, 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 to marry from the same bloodline. We all knew that. Her family owned a lot of land in Hungary. Um, thus, she grew up in affluent wealth and high society. She wanted for nothing. Um, um, it might get the oh, this might get a little confusing because here, here's the powerful family tree that she came from, right? Her father, Baron Gregory Bathory, was the brother um of the Vovido. Voido, Voi, yeah, I'm gonna say Voido, um, of Transylvania, Andrew oh, Boventura Bathany. So that was who he was brother, his brother was. Her mom, the Baroness Anne Bathory, was the daughter of another Voviode of Transylvania and was the niece of the King of Poland and the Grand Duke of Lithuania and the Prince of Transylvania. So whatever. Yeah. Okay, they weren't brother and sister. They're cousins, I think. I don't know. They're related somehow, which isn't surprising. Um, it was known that she might have had epilepsy and she suffered from seizures a lot when she was young. So that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, of high society, though, she was engaged to count um Fernick uh Nasday at 11, which again isn't uncommon when you think about the time period we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, she did have an illegitimate child with another man prior to her marriage, and the child was hidden from the public. Um, but it was rumored that Fernick had the man castrated and then ripped to shreds by dogs. Wow. <laughs> I mean, why do the one if it's just gonna get ripped to shreds by dogs? This is a torture. That's true. You slept with my woman and you had a baby with her? No. So in 1575, on May 8th, Elizabeth was 15. Her and Fernick marry. Um, during the majority of their marriage, Hungary was at war with Turkey, and Fernick was a soldier and was out at war most of the time. This left Elizabeth to govern the estate and the people. Um, small rumors that Elizabeth tortured her servants started to float around, but nothing caused concern until her husband died. But you kind of feel like, oh, now the thing your husband is dead like you're more susceptible to punishment right Mm -hmm. so come 1604 of january count fernick dies and elizabeth actually takes over the entire state so she's basically just like running the entire country um after his death the rumors grew um in their intensity and became more graphic so not long after this it would be said that she killed hundreds of girls and women who stepped foot into her castle so killing servants didn't last long as the lore continued to build that Elizabeth was killing daughters of, um, of the gentry who were at the castle for their education. So again, when you think about, I mean, I guess you think about society, high society back then, it wasn't uncommon to have servants living in the castles, people going there for educational purposes. Um, and that can come from like high nobles and like, what are those like ladies in waiting kind of stuff. Yeah. So it starts to come out like she's killing daughters uh, that are in the gentry for their education. 
It was also said that she began kidnapping village girls because she didn't have enough girls to kill. Um, Neither then the deaths of servants and peasant girls didn't come, didn't quite cause concerns to the authorities. They didn't really give a shit. Um, and because since she was of high socio socioeconomic status and nobility, she was able to evade the law, but not when it came to the alleged rumors that Elizabeth was killing noble women. Um, so this became very concerning and warranted an investigation. In 1609, the Hungarian king um, Matthias II sent sent the Lord Palpatine, uh, Gregory Thuzo, his highest ranking representative, also Elizabeth's cousin, um, to, <laughs> to investigate. We're all cousins here. We're all family here. Keep it in the family, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> to investigate these rumors um, and the complaints against Elizabeth. He was able to collect 300 witness statements within one year, some claiming he was a vampire, um, and or had seen her having sex with the devil. It's about to get real fun. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, there's so many questions. Here. Like, like <laughs> how was he the devil? Like, did, how did you know? Yeah. I said, that's literally what I said in here. I was like, now, I don't know about y'all, but all these stories of like, so they were saying like there was shape-shifting devils out there that um, all this kind of stuff. So, if the devil is shape-shifting to fool people, right? Like yeah. make you think that he was a different person or an actual person. How do these people know that it was the devil, right? right? And how would they know that she was having sex with him? I don't know. Maybe they like opened up like her room and like they were just fucking and all of a sudden they saw, they saw like the, the quintessential like devil's tail, like the little red tail coming off his man's back. It's forked. Like that. <laughs> Like, that's the devil right there. I mean, he looks like a man, but look at that tail. I mean, she's having way too much fun, so obviously he must be the devil. Yes. Yes. Because remember, back then, too, women were hysterical. Right? Oh, yeah. Because they weren't getting pleasure. So, obviously, she must be fucking the devil. Right? So, anyway. Um, but the one rumor that triumphed all the other rumors <clears throat> is still one thing people say about her, even to this day is that to maintain her youthful appearance, she bathed in the blood of her victims. But this claim did not come to light until many years after her death. So you could assume it was maybe just like over time telling of her story, things changed. But it's like, if she's killing all of these girls and all of these women, where is all the blood going? Right? Mm. They were saying she basically had them bled out into her bathtub. I wonder if that's kind of like where they also get like the idea of like the whole like Snow White thing, you know? Like the evil queen. Makes me think of that too. It's like, Maybe she was like the inspiration for that story. Maybe. Or that queen at least. Oh, I mean, that'd be a great, yeah. that'd be a great story. I want to see Disney make that adaptation. <laughs> hey, now. Um, so, excuse me. So now we're going to get into her crimes and her and what she's accused of. Okay. okay. So between 1590 and 1610, servant girls were disappearing from Sijet's castle. Um, and then some began turning up dead. So people are now concerned because the only girls are showing up dead. These are the types of torture she is claimed to have inflicted. Um, she would cover them in honey and then leave them outside for insects to devour them. That's like instantly my nightmare. <laughs> you know me and bugs. That is my nightmare. There you go. Um, they were forced to take ice baths in winter, which would have been deadly considering it's in Hungary. Also my nightmare. I hate being cold. Mm -hmm. um, she said to have put needles under their fingernails. Ugh. I know. Oh, I did that like last week. Remember with the shot glass and my garbage is full of them. Yep. 
right hand in the nail. Um, she was said to have cut their nose and their lips off, or one or the other, maybe both. Um, whipping them with stinging nettles. Um, biting off chunks of flesh from their shoulders, face, or breasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, burning them with hot irons. Um, some victims had their genitals burned. Oh, I know. Which is scary to say, like, some victims had the genitals burned, which means some of the victims that they found that were dead had these, had some of these injuries on them. Yeah. Takes a whole new twist to fire crops, you know? It's Four out of those home. Uh, yeah. Some were beaten to death with clubs. Um, some had their lips sewn together. Um, and it said her favorite form of torture was scissors. So she would like tense, like the cutting of the nose and cutting off the lips. Uh, she would like to mutilate their faces and their bodies with scissors. Um, she would cut off their fingers, their hands, their noses, and their genitals. Yeah, it gets better. Um, and she would even slice open the skin between their fingers. Ew. Yeah. If you've ever seen the jackass where they do the paper cut, that's taking it to another level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, It said that her murders began shortly after her husband died. I mean, who's going to stop her, right? Yeah. Um, How she disposed of the bodies, you may ask, if she's killing these at these rapid rates. Um, It's rumored that she would have the bodies buried in the church's graveyard secretly. Mm. So Aunt Jeannie is probably sharing a grave with someone down there, Mm. you know? Yeah. So upon 1610, December 29th, Thurzo arrives at Elizabeth's castle to investigate the crime allegations against her torturing noble women, right? Um, where it said that he actually stumbled upon her torturing a victim to which she was promptly imprisoned within her own home. And that was pretty common in royal times. He would be imprisoned within their own castle. It happened to Marie Antoinette. Like, it's pretty common um, to be imprisoned in your own home. Thurzo would um, charge Elizabeth with the death of 80 girls. Um, One witness claimed to have seen a book or diary that she kept with a list of over 650 names in it. That's where that number comes from. Mm. Um, But the book was never found and it was assumed to have never existed. So they're making shit up. Possibly. Right? It's possible. You can imagine 300 witnesses in a year I think of a little bit of like the Salem witch trials, like people lied. Yeah. Um, ultimately, though, she would be found guilty. But since she was of noble status and she was not, so she was not going to be sentenced to death because of this. Um, her three servants, however, were. So the ones that were just trying to do their damn job. Ones that lived. <laughs> they said they survived this. Yeah. They're like, look, we, you know how many graves we had to dig up for this woman? I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Uh-huh. Like, all the all the mopping of the blood, all the things, like, really? Here's why I, I think her servants that were sentenced to death, and the reason why they, that they lived is they did her dirty work, if any of this is true, and it's because they wouldn't, they wouldn't testify against her at trial. So he probably felt bitter about that. And so he was like, then they're in on it. They helped her. Yeah, I mean, but still, at the same time, like, Maybe they were that afraid of her, but like, if I knew that she was already being accused of this, I'm sorry. I'd been like, yeah, hell yeah, she fucking did it. Right. This is all she did. So the fact that they held strong, I don't, that's weird. Right. But imagine if you did that and you were still sentenced to death. True. 
But I mean, at least you would have like said the truth, you know. Make a clear conscious of it. So um her three servants would be sentenced to death. Um the two women, so I guess she had two women and a male servant, they were actually burned at the stake while the man had all of his fingers chopped off and then his head. Okay, so let's just basically do the same thing that she's been doing, you know, and we'll just mm-hmm. continue the cycle. Yeah. So then it's the most painless death, right? Like burning alive, which is known to be one of the most painful ways to die, or having all of your digits chopped off and dang your head. Yeah. Which one would you have? <laughs> I don't know. I would even freeze to death, you know, because I'll just fall asleep. Can I just do that? Can I just like, take a bath in winter? Drift off. To a hypothermic nap? No? Okay. Mm-mm. So instead, she was actually bricked up in one of the rooms in her home where she remained for four more years. So they basically create a prison in her house that she couldn't leave. Um, in, 19, in 19, in 1614, on August 21st, at 54 years of age, uh, Elizabeth would actually die in her castle. Um, she was originally buried in the castle's church, but due to the public outcry, uh, she was eventually moved to her birth home of a Essed? I don't know. We'll call it So here's the kind of debate. Is it fact or fiction, right? So Hungarian historians actually dispute that the real story of the Blood Countess is a lot less dramatic and screen-worthy. Duh. It's noted that Elizabeth's family owned a lot of land and that the land was also very powerful to the king um, and only gave them more status and power, which threatened the king's position. Not to mention that the king owed her family a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. And as the and as the king, he had zero intention of paying any of that back, let alone to a widowed noblewoman. On top of that, she was a widow and incredibly she was not only that a widow, she was incredibly smart. Um, and she continued to rule without a husband at all, which is very taboo. Yeah. Um, which also overall, we love to see this. Yep. Um, which then also threatened the king. He was like, She's smart. How dare she? And I owe her money. No. Um, all of this stirring in the pot of, of his ego, which brewed and bubbled over eventually. So it's likely that the rumors and the witnesses were all planted by the king. It was all fake, um, just to systematically destroy her position and her title. So amongst these witnesses were servants of hers, which is likely they were tortured to get these confessions, right? There was no rights back then. You had no rights, no, no, no lawyers, nothing. Mm. Um, Some not-so-fun facts. The Guinness Book of World Records, she's actually a holder of the most prolific female murderer. So, good for her. Even if it's all fake. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised actually a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because you've covered some pretty intense ones. I mean, 650 women. Come on now. Yeah. And also, like, why only women, you know? To get their beauty. To stand Mm -hmm. Right? You can't get beauty from a man. <laughs> no offense. I and mean, there's some beautiful men out there, but she was like, they're pretty, right? Like, think about it. If she's this powerful woman who doesn't have a man by her side, she probably, if, if all this is true and she's murdering women and soaking in their blood, she probably wants all of the pretty ones. So she cakes all the pretty ones. She kills all the pretty ones. But now she's run out of pretty ones because she's just going to town, right? So now she's like, noble women, they got to go next. <laughs> So she started with the peasants and then went up from there. Assuming it's true, right? Um, so 
Um, she may have been the inspiration for the Brom Stroker's Dracula. So she might have been another inspiration for his book. Um, okay, so this is the movie that I watched. It's called Bathory, Countess of Blood, uh, AP from 2008. It stars Anne Friel, Robbie Key, and Vincent Regan. Reagan. It was really good to watch. Totally recommend it. The twist, the plot they go with on this one is that um, the king was the one threatened, but her cousin was in love with her and she rejected him. And so he's like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to help the king out. And so he's the one that systematically like brings her down. But in the movie, she's portrayed as being innocent. Like she, like none of this is actually true. Um, and she's actually like beloved by her people. Um, but all these rumors are coming out. So now she's like, the rumors start because one of her servants, I don't know, like makes a pass at her husband or something. Like something happens that she feels basically kind of like threatened. So she like kind of cuts her with some scissors. Mm-hmm. And so then the rumors start from there by this scorned servant. And then she, after her husband dies, her cousin is like, oh, I'm here for all these reasons. And like, <laughs> and she's like, no. And so he's all but hurt because, you know, he can't take rejection. So then the king is like, wow, I feel threatened. So it's like this perfect storm raging against her, right? Yeah. So he's like, you'll marry that cousin, but you won't marry me. What does that cousin have that I don't have? She's like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. And it's my thing. I'm just kind of like, look, no one was going to force her to remarry and she had all the power. Why would she want to take a step down? Right. And marry a man she didn't want to marry and probably have kids with him that she didn't want to have kids with. Yeah. She did. Hmm. So that was that. Um, the rest of the sources will be down in the show notes. Um, but that's what I got. It's a pretty short one, but it's a really fun one. Yeah, it is really short. I thought it was uh really perfect for today's theme. I was like, oh, what one? So no. And she was a Leo, which she has very big Leo energy. Yeah. And to know because she was a legit leader. Yeah. Like she's like, I actually govern people, I actually have all these people. And the king owed me money. Mm. Fuck that guy. Mm. So that was the Blood Countess. We love Elizabeth Bathory. So check out the movie. It was worth watching. I thought it was really fun. Um, That's it. Anything from you? Man, I just want my back to stop hurting. That'd be great. If I could just turn my head to the left a little bit better. Oh, is it to the right? There, that's about it. Mm -hmm. We'll get you there. You need a hot soak and an Epsom salt bath, and you need a little masseuse. Maybe I'll get one of those tonight. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. With all that said, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, we are on social media on Instagram at TAKG Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Taking a Load of Brunch and YouTube. If you are not listening to us, we are also on YouTube at Taking a Load of Brunch. Um, and Oh yeah, our email address is takgpodcast at gmail.com or our website at www.takinghillary2brunch.com. I also want to say uh, thanks. I know we haven't been, at least I haven't been super active on social media. A lot of it has been happening in the last couple of months. Um, life has been really crazy. We just kind of really got settled into our own place, which has literally been like a month ago. Um, but we're gonna we're going to get back into the rhythm of things. Please don't fret. Um, but I wanted to say thank you. Um, 
we're over 200 followers now on Instagram. I think we're at like 205, 206. Um, so thank you guys for sticking around with us and giving us a follow. We really appreciate it. And we're going to bring out more content. I just have to uh, do it. I just have to reorganize my schedule to get back on my um, content posting schedule. So thank you guys. We really appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>